Hello and welcome to Out of Mana, the video game podcast where we talk about games, consoles, and developers, old and new, along with some of the hottest gaming news and other various topics. I'm Garrett. I'm Ben. And today is December 14th, a Monday actually. Typically we record on Sundays, but little little rescheduling. Yeah, yeah. My fault, out. honestly. But uh, Pretty much. So yeah, we got an interesting show for you today. Um, uh cyberpunk is at the top of the list obviously yes so a lot of cyberpunk which you know as opposed to our last show was (laughs) basically the next best thing next to sliced bread and betty white you know it it, it was going to be the the second coming basically if if jesus was a game cyberpunk would have been this was it and unfortunately this is more like you know like mises or like jesus is kind of (laughs) not so good cousin <laughs> there has been a lot of dramatic news about Cyberpunk's kind of cr- like rise and crash and fall. I didn't. Needless to say, I was I was a little skeptical, but I did not expect it to go down like this. And man, the media is having a heyday tearing them to pieces. Especially IGN. <laughs> IGN went from Cyberpunk is you're going to love Cyberpunk. There's going to be new religion. There's going to be churches, cathedrals. <laughs> Get ready. And now they're basically casting them down with the sodomites. I mean, Cyberpunk is sin to them and honestly for good reason the, the things yeah. that they're criticizing about and it uh i mean we're gonna go more into this yes but it's more about what platforms it's running on it's basically the bugs and a little bit uh, the apple was a little too shiny and once you rub that off this is a very dim apple i mean damn so before we dive into that yeah. let's just uh let's just start off with uh anything new happening with you ben anything I mean, besides kind of a bit of a sucky work week, uh, you know, coming home covered in dirt and Ooh. all that fun stuff. Uh, with it raining outside, too. I bet oh, that was fun. Oh, oh, waterproof, waterproof, rainproof, rainproof, rainproof. So, yeah, walk around this, you know, 30,000 square foot mansion and rainproof it. And, oh, yeah, that's fun. I'll, I'll tell you <laughs> that. That's fun. I've always... Okay, I got to ask. Um, when you're in the middle of a construction job, how when it rains, I mean... Can the wood just get wet? Doesn't that shrink it? I mean, what do you do to prevent uh, that? When you're in the middle of a construction job and it starts raining, basically everyone starts running around with their heads cut off. Like, like really? chickens with their heads cut off, excuse me. Uh, yeah. There's there's wood that can get wet, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to framing material and especially, like, siding and other types of material, when they're not sealed with paint, like, primed with something that's water-resistant, mm-hmm. the wood will absorb the water swell yeah and then if you use it while swelled it will then shrink eventually okay and that will cause that will cause it to split it'll cause it to sometimes twist Mm -hmm. sometimes out of plumb sometimes so it looks a little it it basically ruins the structure itself yeah the integrity as well as the look of it so it's it's a problem yeah so the only reason i think about this is because i literally drive by you know construction sites and it's raining outside and it's just like it's just getting wet yeah, does it? Do you just have to go with the flow with that? I mean, there's only happens? so much. There's only so much you can do. Yeah, there's really only so much you can do. But a lot of sites, it depends. Depends on the company. Like some some companies okay. care a little more about that. Some are just kind of like, yeah, whatever. No one's gonna notice. It's fine. Interesting. You know, it's an inch out of square. Whatever. Move on. Go with it. Go with it. You know, nail it down. It's <laughs> it, it's just how it is. But my company is not one of those companies. They they will yeah basically ream your ass if you make it. Good. Get a little too wet. Well, that's good. Yeah. I so, guess. so just that, and you got Cyberpunk, right? I did get Cyberpunk. I got Cyberpunk on the night of. I proceeded to make my character, and then I proceeded to not make my character because my game crashed. 
Okay. But that was that was my first night. That was my first experience. And what what did you buy it on? I bought it on the PC. Okay. I also got it. I pre-ordered it actually through yes. Best Buy. I got the physical PlayStation Four copy because they don't have a next gen, and, and the PC doesn't get a, dig- a, a physical copy. So you know, fuck us. But yeah, yeah. Um, so since I did it through Best Buy, I actually got a cool steelbook case with it for free. Oh, sick! Did I show it to you? No. Oh, okay. I'll send you a picture. But you want to show it to Eric? I. I... No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I posted it on yeah. Instagram, on, oh, my, on my personal yeah, I'm, Instagram. I'm not an Instagrammer, so, yeah. Um, it's pretty cool. It got me hyped and everything. It nice. even had, like, little um, goodies in it. It had stickers. It had a Ooh. map. It had... Ooh, just like my little gift box I bought. It is, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it, I guess it really helped elevate you to a really nice height to fall from, right? It. It's... I mean, th- thankfully, I wasn't playing it on a base PS4. Yeah, but yeah. The PS5 version. You're emulating a PS4 basically on the PS5. I am. I'm just emulating the PS4 version. So you're just getting half the shit instead of the full shit. And uh, yeah, you said yours crashed during char- right after character creation? It was like right at the end of it, basically. I was just like, this is what I want to look... And then it was gone. Mine crashed about 15 minutes into the story. So oh, sweet. I didn't get much further. And at that point, I'm like, okay. Um, I, I quickly go on Twitter and see what everyone else is experiencing. I'm like, and oh no. Yep. Yep. Um, okay, so before that, I just want to tell a little story that I did. Um, okay, so so this is this is has nothing to do with cyberpunk. Not cyberpunk, yes. yeah. So uh, so we're going to real life here. Real life here, yeah. Before we dive into cyberpunk, um, nothing really new with me exactly. Just working as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, actually, let me formally ask that because I didn't get yeah. a chance to ask that before you jumped to cyberpunk. What's new with you? Nothing. Um, okay, just just work. Uh, but I did do this little favor for a friend. Ooh, um, ooh, is, it, is there like some, some like sucky suki? No. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, uh, go ahead. Basically, someone from like my high school era reached out to me, and they're like, "Hey, you still live in California, right?" I'm like, "Oh, this is someone because you went to high school out of California." Yeah, of I used to. Um, I used to live in Missouri, so someone okay. I knew in Missouri. They're like, "Hey, you live in California, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm still here." And they're like, "How would you feel about doing a favor for my husband for like fifty Ooh, bucks?" Sugi sucky. I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> well, what what are we talking about here?" Mm. She's like, "Well, he needs this new motherboard for his PC, and." You can't get it online because it's selling out instantly. Oh, th- this is this is that. Uh, what what is it called again? It, I think it's called the Republic of Gamer Dark Hero. That's it. it. It's it's got a longer name, I think. But it's it's the the new one that runs the new generation of AMD processors. Yeah, from what I understand, which, and, which is are supposed to be a game changer and super awesome, and I would love to have. So yeah, you, dude, if you're you listening and you want to hit us up, um, so what I did, yeah, she was like, he can't get it anywhere. It's selling out online. Um, the only place he can find it is these certain stores in California. In and California. I happened to be in the Barry at the time. And she was like, would you be able to do this for him? I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? And so I go to the computer store and uh, I go to pick it up and they have to do a, like a combo deal. Oh, to get from the scalpers. Yeah. yeah. Because the scalpers are going to buy three items. You know, they're they're going to buy one. Exactly. So you had to buy the motherboard and you also had to purchase three other computer three components. Three other. Damn. Yeah. So we ended up getting like two SSDs and a, a cooler and stuff. For I hope he like, gave one of those SSDs to you. No. Oh. He gave it to his son, which is good. Oh, okay. Or no, the, the son got the cooler. His wife got the new SSD. Oh, so. only. Okay. <laughs> so they're they're... They're having fun gaming right now, I hope. Sweet. And he sweet. did send me a picture of it and it looks awesome. Oh, that's sick. But um yeah, man. I mean it's like a four hundred dollar motherboard and they're flipping it online for eight hundred, nine hundred dollars. So he he was like, I can literally pay someone to buy it for me, ship it to me, pay for the shipping, and And have pay money him, left over. And have money left over. Yeah. Yeah. Even with purchasing the three extra components, he still had 
He either equaled out. Uh, he, or... he equaled out. Okay, let's not go that far. He equaled I think he, out. I think he possibly equaled out. Like, we're not talking about the graphics cards here. There are 1,500 each. Well, he did get the 3090 as well. Oh, of course. Oh, sweet, dude. He actually got two of them, and he's trading. He got two of them. He's, he's a scalper. <laughs> he's... Guards. <laughs> he's trading one of them to get something else. So he's trading one of them. Is, what is this like? Like a bazaar? Like like is this a marketplace? <laughs> I think so. I think I just entered into some dark marketplace. <laughs> Anyways, I just, awesome, awesome. I just thought it was kind of fun. It got me riled up. I was in there, and there was a bunch of people trying to get Ooh. the same kind of stuff. Yeah, and uh, I just wanted to buy. I just wanted to build a new PC. I'm like, I don't need it. I just got a PlayStation. One of 5. my new coworkers just built himself a five thousand dollar PC. Oh my god! The thirty ninety included. Fifteen hundred. He 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 would he he bought into the scalper because he did he wanted the card so badly oh. he bought into it. You can call him an idiot. You can think he's stupid for all you want. He wanted it, so he bought it. Yeah. So yeah, he put like five thousand dollars in this PC. This is like a brand spanking new. And he showed me pictures of it. And I was like, holy shit, dude! And his screen, like I mean, the screen looks like something out of like like Logan's Run or like you know like Soylent Green where it wraps around. Is you it a wrap? Yes, and it, it plays like. It looks awesome. I've never even seen one of those in person. You have to show me a picture of that because I'm. God. Yes. Yeah, he sent me a picture too, and it's got all the RGB in it. Oh. He's got the big GeForce RTX. I'm like, oh, I want it so bad, dude. It, but then again, to, to have know, to have that money to do that. Oh, if only. I but I got the PS5, so I'm happy. That, I'm, that I'm was, like that was pretty cool. I'm I like the five percent of the people that own that. So very small amount. The rest are all in scalpers. Yeah. Uh. So that's my story. That's all that's new. Um, I did get Cyberpunk as well, like I said. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can get into Cyberpunk now. You yep. have played a little bit, right? I've played over three hours of it so far. Okay. I, I really haven't had that much time to play, but I've tried. I'll be honest. They released in the middle of a work week, so you know, go figure. Yeah. I After that crash, already... Just that one crash. Just that one crash, I was like, okay, I'm going to wait for some patches because I know okay. they're going to roll some out. And lo and behold... They did. There was a day one. So yep. on console, at least, um, I downloaded the game for PS4 directly from the disc. It was it was in between 50 and 60 gigabytes, like mm-hmm. just the game. And then there was the day one or day zero patch. Yeah, which was what? It was like gigabytes. It was like 60, 60 or something like that. It bumped it up to like 102 gigabytes. Whew. And then something else must have downloaded because it went up to 109. Oh, th- that was probably like, like the virus just to kill all the people <laughs> so- complaining. That was the Y2K. <laughs> And then uh, another one came out a um, couple days, or like yeah, the next yeah, day. There was like yeah. an, another series of patch, which is supposed to fix most of the stuff that was happening on consoles. But it the thing is, it may have fixed some bugs and some crash issues. But for those of for those people on like the base PS4 and Xbox One, that's not going to fix the the horrible horrible monsters that they're seeing in that game so, <laughs> graphics so, so this is something that it, i see project red great yes. company witcher 3 was a fantastic game people fondly remember it like their their children fondly remember it. it's told in you know fairy tale it's a great game when witcher 3 first came out it had a very very rough start i'm saying this from experience and one of those experiences were, was one that i will never forget which is what garrett just alluded to and we we call it the mozzarella face, which is where the NPCs' faces get stretched out and dangle with these dangly bits that that no human should ever have. It's terrifying. It is horrifying. I took a picture of it way back when. If I can dig it up on my computer, I'll I'll post it. We'll I'll post, post it. it on the Twitter if I can dig it up. But like, 
It is horrifying. And when, when he was telling me about that, I was like, I, I know exactly what demon you're speaking of, like, sir. It is... So, this this, I, this I've seen before. So, I, I, it does not surprise me. But the fact that it's happening in Cyberpunk, I was, I was actually a little surprised, actually, to, to put that. I, I'm surprised that a game that, that was this long in the running is having trouble running. Yeah. And you mentioned that Witcher 3 had a rough start. Do you remember it being as rocky as this one? I, it's it's hard to, it's hard to objectively say that that's the problem is because cyberpunk has been witcher 3 was a big deal mm-hmm. but witcher never had quite the spotlight the spotlight i guess is the way to put the wit- spotlight that cyberpunk has witcher 3 came out it was really rough it was really glitchy i think a lot of you will remember at least the horse on the the roof glitches oh that yeah the famous one yeah that was one of the classic original like launch day glitches was was Roach the horse ending up on your roof. But most of the glitches were kind of all in good fun, despite the fact some, you know, game-breaking ones here and there. It, it didn't get that much bad press, per se, but it was known as being very glitchy, and then they fixed it. And the game is now known for being the great game that it is. Mm-hmm. One of the best games. Some people consider it's, one of the best of the decade. It is like. very it is very infamous for being good, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and for good reason. I mean, it is. It, it may not be everyone's cup of tea, but it's, it's a solid game. Mm-hmm. And... Cyberpunk just has a bigger spotlight. It is way further into that microscope of the public eye that everything that's going wrong with it is that and tenfold bad. I was going to say the only other game I could think that had this big of a spotlight was Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. And like, it didn't have any problems. Red Dead Redemption 2 came out flawlessly. It came out flawlessly. It was given like a 10 out of 10. Besides like hiccups here and there, nothing. Like people... that game had a flawless landing, you know, 10 out of 10 almost. Which is amazing. Yeah. Because guess what game can run perfectly fine on a base PS4, Xbox One? Yep. Red Dead Redemption 2 on launch yep. day. didn't have any yep. issues. You can look at that game. It's one of the prettiest games you'll I, see. I got that game with, like, as soon as it launched, basically. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I had no problems with it on my PS4. Yeah. None. I didn't even have a PS4 Pro. I had a PS4 shit. And it perfectly it ran perfectly. I was very happy with it. Cyberpunk is not the case, and many, many people can attest to that. If you think everyone's blowing it out of their ass, like, just freaking out for no reason, hey, there's a lot of video evidence, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back again, I'm sorry. This game has been in production for a very long time. Yeah. It has, it has had a lot of hype, it has had a lot of false hype, because a lot of, a lot of what CD Projekt Red has actually not happened in the game. A lot of what they have said has not actually been in the game. They've kind of sneakily redacted it. Not even gonna not not bring that up anymore. But mm-hmm. this game has had a long time and very infamously, especially in the past year, of being in development. Yeah, and there was this, multiple delays. And what the what the hell? And cr- what, I knew they were getting in trouble for crunch. What's going on? Like, I mean, it, this is bad. And another bad part is, uh, I was doing a, a lot more reading into it. The only the only copy that they gave people out to do reviews for was the PC version. Yep, and they were like not allowing so people anyone to play were the unaware console. of what they, because the console versions obviously were not ready. Yeah, they didn't give them out because they were not ready. Yeah, and guess what? They're still not ready. And it has been oh my god! I, I I love CD Projekt Red, so I feel bad. I do too that that their hard work is getting literally shat upon so hard, but. I, Hey, you you ask for it. You you give out a shit product, it's going to get shit on. And Cyberpunk is by all means should be a good game and in some cases is, but it's not quite up to snuff. 
Yeah, so I just want to point out, I don't think this is any of the developers' fault. This has got to fall on, like, studio leadership. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. sure the devs work their butts off. Oh, undoubtedly. Yeah. It's, it's a it's a beautiful game and has some beautiful things in it, but... I was going to say, on PC, if you have a, a strong PC that can handle mm-hmm. it, it's a very, very beautiful game. Yeah. A lot of, lot of cool... I mean, and you'll be able to talk a little bit more about it because you've played it a little longer. But from what I'm reading online, if you're playing on a nice PC, it is, like, night and day experience like apparently everyone who's playing on pc is having a great time yeah a lot of cool stuff so it's, it's a great game it's just the per, the way they gave it out is terrible because not everyone can experience it the same way the console experience is definitely sinking their ship it's like cyberpunk 2007 is what they should have called it on console because it's bad that's, that's actually fairly good garrett actually i mean really it is um my like I said, I had a, I had a one crash, mm-hmm. um, crashed right after the character creation, and that night I, just, I stopped playing because I was like, I, I need to go to bed for to work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But I played again, no crash, no crash, no crash. I had a few, I had a few glitches that made me reload a few times. Um, I got stuck in the environment once, reloaded. I had a, a a scene where I was interacting with some NPCs. They stood there and stared at me, dead eyed. I had to reload because nothing was happening. <laughs> um, that w- that's kind of pretty much been it for like the game not working. Of course, mm-hmm. then there's also the the bed sleeping, which your character sleeps unnaturally on the bed. I don't know if you've seen anything about that, Garrett. <laughs> Is he like so, a stiff board on the bed? No, you don't. You don't zoom out. Uh, <laughs> oh, so you you first person sleep on the bed. Um, so you know, you know, I'm I'm just I'm just saying I'm gonna say this from like one first person to another because we all see in first person. When you sleep on a bed, I'm assuming you are kind of like looking off the side of the bed. You know, your head's on the pillow. You're laying basically parallel with the length of the bed, and you're looking off the bed. Instead, <laughs> when you go to your bed, do you decide to, I don't know, lay on it? Like, you, you throw your head in the middle of the bed, and you look up to your pillows with your head out <laughs> resting on them? Like, so basically what V, the main character in the game, does is he goes up to his bed. He's like, it's time for bed. And he he throws himself down. And lays halfway on the bed. Like he, so your, your pillows are like a good couple feet in front of you. And you're, you're presumably your lower half is just dangling off the bed like a chandelier. Maybe he was so tired he couldn't make it all the he way He does up. this every night. So that's that's definitely... Maybe, that's a, maybe in some weird way that's intentional. But yeah. it's funny. It's harmless. It's basically like the roach on the roof. It's harmless, but it's very, very. When it first happened, I was, I was, I had to kind of sit there, and go, "That's not how you sleep on a bed." <laughs> <laughs> well, what's going on here? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. So, but so far, honestly, the game has has ran pretty well. Okay. And I, I have a nine eighty. My card is a nine eighty. I haven't updated my card since I graduated high school. And I, the game runs fine. It yeah. runs very good. I don't. I, honestly, I can. I'm running on like maybe low high mm-hmm. like i'm not medium i'm running a little high on, on the medium side and my fps is good cool. i mean my frames are good i'm i'm yeah. doing all right and i'm enjoying it like the game is playing as it should presumably yeah and i've got a uh, i'll point out right now um if i can remember a few scores ign gave the pc version the one they were given a nine out of ten okay so they that's, Fair enough that's an amazing out of ten um one really controversial one was GameSpot's. Um, they give it a seven out of 10 and you know, it, I don't, you know, I haven't played it long enough. Apparent. I didn't even read the review honestly, because it was basically a lot of ridiculousness. Like it, it was a woman that reviewed it. And of course, so you got a lot of internet trolls being like, 
she shouldn't be reviewing this. She doesn't even play RPGs. She doesn't even play RPGs. It's like, so she has no opinion. She has no, oh, she's not a qualified professional. So I, I think a, the keyword also is she. Yeah. She, she's not allowed to do that because she. Yeah. So yeah. it was very disappointing. Yeah. Luckily, a lot of uh, journalism, Twitter defended her. And I think, so. I think she's being proven a little bit right now. I, 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 she, I hope she's reveling because she should be. And from some of the things you told me off, Mike, like the game's not as fantastic as you thought it might so, be. So I'm going to harken back to something I've said in an earlier podcast. Mm-hmm. This is... This game is... Rem- I, I followed the development of this game a- enough to understand its promises and what it could be. I didn't really want to spoil anything, so I didn't like look at every little thing they released. But mm-hmm. I'm getting reminded a lot of Fable 2. Oh, no. Where I I was super stoked. I was super excited. Then I played it, and I was like, I'm having fun, but this is not at all what I was led to believe it would be. So what are the what are the key points that are, are making you feel that the way? The key point first and foremost is really that this game is kind of a fake rpg oh really it it's more of an action adventure okay i I, that that's that's not really a bad thing it's just that you do a character creator you do an origin story Mm -hmm. and they don't really seem to matter that much this might change when you get further in the game so i mean maybe first impression maybe this is just my first impression is that like i i just kind of Expected a little more RPG out of it, and so far it's just been kind of a little linear action adventure, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Have you gone to like open worldness where you can go where you want? I've done, I've done a little bit of that. Yeah, I've done okay. done some of the wandering. I've I've started a side mission. That was kind of all I could get into. Mm-hmm. I just I haven't had the time to play as much as I wanted to. But yeah, it's the gameplay is the next thing, mm-hmm. and that's where. I, I have not really played a, a shooter that has felt as unsatisfying as this in quite a long time. Ooh, which is a problem because shooting's kind of part this of the is, game. <laughs> shooting is one of the big combat modes of this game, and mm-hmm. the main reason for that is one of the main reasons I didn't enjoy Oblivion's combat is because everything's a, a goddamn sponge. Mm-hmm. The enemy, I, I heard, I heard this before. This wasn't a terrible surprise to me. The enemies, there's there's cyber too. They have plating in their heads and woo and Robbie the robot and blah blah blah. And they get shot and they can survive the shot. It's like, but is that fun? Yeah. I don't I, I don't know about everyone else, but when I when I point blank hit an enemy between the eyes, but when I when I want to put them down like Rover behind the shed, and they it takes three hits to put Rover down in the head. I'm a little disappointed. Yeah, that's one thing I, I like about games is no matter how difficult it is, a headshot's a headshot. Like unless it's like a, a divine beast where it's like they have skulls made out of titanium. It's one it's like, of those. Okay. It's one of those things where it's kind of like when you check something off of a to do list and you're like, ah, like you feel kind of good. That's kind of what a headshot is in a game. Like you hit an enemy in the head, their their face relaxes and they crumple to the ground, and you're kind of like, you're kind of like, ah. You know, it because it's not easy. It's it's hard to get a headshot it, in the it, game, and it just kind of, it's a it's a satisfying kill on an enemy. So, yeah. the first thing I did when I got into combat in Cyberpunk, of course, was I aimed between the eyes and fired, mm-hmm. and the enemy just like bobbled their head and was like, "Oh, I'm fine." And it's like, uh, uh, "Okay, um, I guess these are titanium cyber plated whatevers." Yeah. And af- after about you know a, a collected many couple hours after a couple hours of collected combat. Mm-hmm. I realized that I was not really enjoying the combat. Interesting. I, it's just very, it was kind of like perfect dark 
when I played that on the 360. It was just kind of like, okay, this is shooter. Mm-hmm. Not really that fun, but it's a shooter. And I, I did... The combat's just not fun. Yeah. And... That's not a good first impression. Because even if it does get better later down the road, you don't want to get it like five hours into a game and be like, yeah. okay, is this going to get any better? I... I and maybe it will. I, I I've only used I think three guns. I've, I pick up some guns off of enemies and use those. Mm-hmm. You know they're they're all kind of fun in their own way, but bullet sponges aren't fun. Like I, I I'm playing. I didn't do hard mode because I I just decided not to do a hard mode for my first playthrough. Yeah. And the enemies are taking way too many hits. I I just I want some satisfying headshots that kill an enemy. Mm-hmm. And I can only imagine what some of the harder enemies are going to be like that because this is a kind of a leveled game. I'm glad you mentioned that because not that I played, but I selected hard, mm-hmm. and so I'm kind of glad I. It, didn't it's go it's that not path. that the gameplay is too hard. It's just that the enemies just they'll I, take like six I, headshots I, I, to die. You know, I guess so. I I don't know if they level the health or not, but it it feels like that. And honestly, that yeah, that's a little disappointing. I'll say that again. Then the next thing is the hacking. And this is something that maybe it'll get better as I have more exposure to it. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to lightly say this one. Mm-hmm. But the hacking system in the game is very convoluted. I feel. heard it's confusing slash complicated. So I, I did the tutorial okay. because I, you know, this is a new game. I have no experience with it and I wasn't just going to wing it like a madman. So mm-hmm. I, did, I did the tutorial, hacking tutorial. And after I finished it, I was like, I, I have no idea what I'm doing still. Then in, then in the actual gameplay, he's like, oh, you should hack them, SA. And so I was like, so I I, I creeped up and I, I was like, okay. And so I, I opened my hacking menu and I was like, um, I, I'm going to hit this. And then the, the enemies turned around and were like, that, there he is, get him. And I was like, I, I, I wasn't finished yet, wait. <laughs> Don't attack me yet. I was still sneaking. And so oh man. basically the point is, is that there was a lot to look at on this hacking menu in this like little moment of time that I had to do it in real gameplay. And I had no time to fully enjoy it because it was just like, wait. So you have limited time and there's so much on the screen, it's almost impossible. to. You have, like... you have options. You have a lot of options. And options are always a good thing. Yes. Okay, okay. But in this case, you have options. And the options are like, I forget what they are. But basically, it's it's like distract the enemy with an object. Mm-hmm. I think cause one of them to detonate, like something in their pockets to detonate. And another one's that another one is kind of a more ambiguous one. I think that allows you to hack into their brain and then cause them to do something. Mm-hmm. That's the one that I was trying to do. And when I tried to do it, then I was punching the numbers and then he, they turned around. They're like, you know, like, and yeah, that then they got me. So, uh, oh, I, I'm curious when you were building. Okay. So when you build your character, yeah. one, you get to choose one of three paths. You can be street kid, so, nomad or corpo or corpo. Yeah, I think it, what, what are the game called? Like life journeys or something like that. I think so. Cause they, so Yes. Which I, one did you choose? I chose the Nomad. You chose Nomad. And I'm assuming it's all different. I have I did do the other ones. I, I did even... corporate, so I can give you some insight on that so, one. So give me a qu- brief, like, what was your 10 minutes of gameplay that you had before you were was ripped from your hands? Like, oh, yeah. It, it was, I was actually getting to the good part. So so what was, what was like, the first thing that happened when your character, you know, quote, quote, woke up? Um, I was in a bathroom, and I was throwing up in the sink, and I had some pills next to me because okay. you know, I'm like a corporate guy who okay. pushes it to the. Okay, limit. so so already off the bat, so that's one thing I wanted to confirm. Okay, is that the the starting the game, the introductions like immediate introductions were different. So mine was completely different than that. Okay, so, so I just, I was just wondering if they had the exact same introduction and then just like lightly changed it depending on the path. No, I'm like I'm like cutthroat 
okay. corporate guy. I'm talking to my boss. He's pissed okay. at me. I have to go to his office. And everyone's like, oh, look, it's so-and-so's lapdog. It's oh, him. look, he's going for another suckle. And so you go in, you go into the room. Yeah. It's like a big fancy room. It's got like this like digital. Mahogany panel. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking of the 1980. Sorry. Go ahead. It's, it's got like a digital aquarium kind of thing behind him. It, digital aquarium. I, I think. What's the point of having money if you're just going to go digital? And of course, he's like the classic bad corporate. Like, I need to defend myself. He has like 15 like feet wide shoulders, like a <laughs> tiny round bald head. And he's like tw- 10 feet tall. What's that? That's from Spider-Man. That's, that's, right? that's from the Spider-Verse, yeah. <laughs> um, no, not quite like that. Just like your classic like white guy with brown hair. Okay. okay. Uh, and you're like his secondhand man. He's he. What's cool is he's like asking you opinions and you have options. And so it's like you can be the more sympathetic like, I think we should do this. Or you can be the cutthroat like, you need to defend yourself, dude. Mm-hmm. And so he probably does it no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. So... Again, I didn't get that far. I kind of talked to him. I went back to my office. One of my one of the guys that worked under me asked me a question. I gave him an answer that could probably change later in the game. And then he watched as the entire world crumbled around him as your game crashed, <laughs> <laughs> and his face became mozzarella. So it's kind of cool. I'll go a little bit into it because it's it's okay. just the intro. Okay. It's not a big spoiler. No. Um. So you got the I what I think is the same is you still have Jackie. Yes. Jackie's your... You, you do have Jackie. So Jackie's which, still my which bro. Which is, is a debatable thing if I like or not. I'm, I'm sorry, everybody, if you like Jackie, but... I think he's everyone's friend no matter which path He's everyone's choose. friend no matter what. I guess that's something we should all be thankful for. So he's... um. He's yeah. like, your guy's basically... Something big happens. He's like, I gotta meet you. Let's go to Lizzie's bar or whatever. And so like... Essay. Essay. No, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jackie's a raging stereotype. Is he? I mean, you only got. It was. It wasn't so bad for me. Okay. Yeah. He he wasn't showing it so much. Um. Speaking of that, I heard that there's a lot of stereotyping in this game. I heard it's pretty bad. Well, if what I've seen so far is any example, Jackie is a major raging stereotype. I can only imagine it gets worse. Then okay, that's good to know. <laughs> yeah. Um. So your boss lets you like take his flying car. And so you get to go take the flying car to flying to, car. Stars are getting like fifth element in my head. Okay, go on. You get to go to the bar and it's like champagne and so like you can choose to like take the champagne you sip the champagne as you're looking out the window you and can choose like by. drop a bunch of pills in it and like 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 lit it up it's funny because if you go to your when you go to your desk you can like sit down and look in your drawers and of course there's like a, a stimulant in there because mm. you're like a hardcore corporate guy yes corpy gotta get it done corpy and then i get to the bar it's like a hop and nightclub thing yep. there's stuff going on and then i was just instead of going to my quest point i was looking around just looking for loot I go into this back room and then just crash. So it wasn't even anything special. I wasn't even trying to do well, anything. You probably took too many pills, and so I, your I, character just died a natural death. <laughs> Don't mix stimulants with champagne. Uh, um, Twenty Seven Club, you know. But okay, so I know I'm kind of veering off topic here, but from my experience, the graphics looked fine. They yeah. weren't. They're not base model bad. So playing on the PS5 definitely makes it look better. But were they underwhelming? Underwhelming. Okay. Like. Every other game I played so far on PS4 has looked better. Has looked better. Red Dead Redemption, Horizon yeah, Zero Dawn, yeah. Spider Man. This didn't look like a game that was groundbreaking. Yeah. And so yeah. when it crashed, I'm like, when I was playing, I was even like, I don't even know if I want to play this until the free upgrade comes out because Oof. I'm like, this is cool and I want to be. You hear like Jackie this. in the back going, "Come on, play, man! Come on, where are you going? You spent sixty dollars, man! Man, you gotta come, come play. Where are you going?" <laughs> in so the next day they released the patch that fixes a lot of crashes. I'm like, mm. I could come back, but like, 
I'm seeing all these screenshots of people playing on PC with beautiful graphics. I'm like, I'm not going to rob myself of a potentially amazing experience, yeah. which it, I bet it will become. Yeah. I bet they're going to take really good care of this. Within six months, this game is probably going to be really, really good. Yeah. Like Witcher, it's going to be the next Witcher 3 once they get through making it better. If God is good, yes. So, I mean, they're going to have to if they want to uphold their reputation. Well, it's, they're having a hard time now. So, I'm just, this might, this might gimp them before they even have a chance. And before we carry on, one last thing. So, IGN gave 9 out of 10 on PC. They went and did a separate review just for the base PS4 and Xbox One. And they gave it a 4 out of 10. Ouch. And it was like, so on their scale, that's bad. And it said, please do not play this game on console because it's basically you're robbing yourself of like a great game. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just, it's just a not, it's an unfinished product. You're literally yeah. playing an unfinished product. So I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned the introduction you had because yeah. so that, 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 like I said, that confirmed that it was very drastically different. Yes. Mine, mine involved your care. I, I did Nomad again. Mine involves a character in a vehicle and I'm sorry. No, actually, you have your vehicle in front of you, and you're actually in a mechanic shop. And there's a mechanic, and he's he's like, he's like you're there, and you know, he's, he's like doing his mechanic thing, and he's all he's all gruff and smoking, and basically, you're having this kind of like you know, shoot the shit with him. Mm-hmm. And then he he asks you some questions, and you're like, oh, I know how to fix my car, you know, or at least I did a male, so that's what I sound like. Mm-hmm. So like if you're a female, you probably sound different. But um, so I was like, I know how to fix my car. And I go up and I'm like, oh, yeah, plug it in here, plug it in here, and done. <laughs> and yeah, sure enough, done. I go in my car to start it up, and then, then you 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 have like that like bow wow like the, like the you know twang of a steel guitar and the you know like 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 harmonica playing, and, and, and then guess what locks in? The most stereotypical midwestern town sheriff. Oh, really? He comes walking in, and he's got like a sheriff's hat on. Like, I mean, this he looks like. 1960s like i'm racist against anyone who's not part of my town and i'm going and i and I, I kill people regularly and make sure their bodies never found <laughs> oh god so he comes walking in you have this conversation where he's like what are you doing in my pots partner and you, you get all this fun dialogue with him as he's a complete raging and utter shit to you and then you basically say like well i'm gonna fuck off now he's like yeah you better fuck off fast son and so i fucked off and had to it was kind of fallouty in a way it was kind of like a borderlands fallout thing where i had to go to the radio tower mm-hmm. and do something there so i could contact my partner and then my partner was able to tell me where i needed to go it it was it, it was i mean, all of this was very it, it was good it, it felt fine it felt okay it felt okay i was gonna say because the- it was a little it, it wasn't that interesting I, i'll just say that like it, again the stereotypes for one again the, the the sheriff i was kind of a little like really like i get that i'm kind of i'm not in the city right now but even in 2077 they're still acting like but there's like this stereotypical like big enough for might as well worst. be a texan or southern Sheriff, because this takes place in California, by the way. Yeah, this is Night City is the yeah. is the free state of California or something. So, I, as a Californian, I'm not a big fan of like Midwestern st- sheriff stereotypes in movies or TV shows. Like that, that's just something that's very tired to me, uh-huh. and I find them to be very kind of hitting low. Because mm-hmm. come on, like <laughs> there's there's better characters characterizations than that. Yeah, but they went for it, and it's very short. It's a very very short interaction comparatively. So whatever, but it's part of the introduction, so I'm going to mention it. So after that, you go driving off, and who do you meet? But you meet Jackie, 
and he's at his little RV trailer, and he's, he's like, you know, hey, you know, you want to come in here, and, you know, hey, man, and, you know, we do this, and, oh, you're going to help me smuggle my shit? And I, and, I, and I was, so when I first met Jackie, I was like, oh my God, this guy's a tool. Like, I fucking hate, I hadn't, I didn't know he was my companion. Oh, really? I, I hated him when I first met him. I was like, God, fuck, I want to kill him. I really hope I get a chance to kill him. And he's like sitting back in his chair smoking. And then he like kicks the box. And he's like, that's what we're smuggling, bruh. And I'm just like, okay, cool. <laughs> I'm hoping you'll die soon. And it wasn't, it wasn't until I was in the car with him. We were driving and we got to the checkpoint to get into the city with our smuggled goods, which I, I'll actually, I'll, I'll just veer for a second. The driving was really fun. Is the driving good? The driving was really fun. I enjoyed the driving. I heard that it's good. So, so it was a pleasant surprise. I, it was probably my favorite part of the introduction, being out in the middle of nowhere. It, it's basically California desert, you know, Mojave, more problems kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's basically like that. And so I had a lot of fun just driving through the the cacti and blasting through things. And so when you get with Jackie in the car, you, you get to drive on these open roads. And of course, the first thing I wanted to do is I drove into oncoming traffic. So I, I veered into oncoming traffic, and I, and I, I had I had three direct collisions, and the game was just like d- ignored them completely. Jackie was just like, "Whoa, whoa!" <laughs> so I was a little dis. I I guess one of the reasons I do that in every game is because I want to see what the NPCs are going to do. Mm-hmm. It, it's still the same as two thousand six, like Saints Row two. They don't do anything about it. Did you try inside Night City? So I I've done the in- Night City as well, but okay. so this is the introduction. So okay, I, I I get to the. I get to the checkpoint. You have to get to the checkpoint to get into the city. You know, it's kind of one of those things. And mm-hmm. again, we hit some more stereotypes here. We, we go into more of the law enforcement, like, deep stereotypes. With, with not, not so much sheriffs, but these are more, like, militarized law enforcement. So we get there. Jackie's like, oh, watch out. You know, just play it cool. Play it cool, man. You know, play it cool. Get your card out, blah, blah, blah. And so we get our card out, and they're all like, get, get on your knees. Get on your, stand on your foot. Get up, get up. Roll over. Get, get up. And they shoot me because I don't, I can't, don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> So, I was really hoping Jackie was going to die here, oh. and it wasn't until after this and we had our kind of breakout that I was like, oh, God, Jackie's my friend. He's going to be here. I, I, that, was, that was a moment when I realized, oh, God, he's my friend. I have to stay with him forever. <laughs> and then proceeds the, the montage sequence, which is your montage with, about being best buddies with Jackie. You have a very strangely characterized montage. Where you and Jackie are being like best bad gangster buddies and you're bumping along. I wish I got this far because I was on the way to meet him and I'm curious if the same thing happens in the corporate path. You would have had to do like the breakout and I say that with air quotes mm-hmm. and then it would happen. Okay. So you have the breakout scene, you do your little breakout and then Jackie's like, whoa, that was close. I say, come on, let's move in together. Let's be best as buds. You know, you know, not three's company, but two's company. And so, yeah. I, there was the montage sequence with that. It was. It, I'm sorry. It was a little strange. I, again, I was. I'm a little underimpressed with the introduction character. Uh-huh. Jackie is not an impressive character to first. In, I, what about Keanu Reeves? He's your best friend. I right? was kind of expecting that. Have you met him yet? No. Okay, so he must come in later. I. I. I would. I hope. I hope so. Well, he's. He, I, 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 I want him it. to. I'm going to say like, wake the fuck up, samurai. Like, I. I want that because Jackie. He, he's nice. He's very nice. He's very lovable. Like, yeah. you know, kind of mucha lucha kind of lovable. But I, I, I he's, I, I, that's what they have to give you as your first guy. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm a little underpressed with Jackie. Moving on. <laughs> you have the long montage with Jackie and you guys being best buddies doing everything but kissing and butt fucking. And then you move on to 
basically your your heist. This is I would say your first heist because this is your first heist as a player. Mm-hmm. But it's apparently many heists in. And I say heist, it's it's kind of weird. Like it's kind of a little ambiguous where they're like, you're going to save someone who was kidnapped. Basically, basically an android was kidnapped, and you're going to go collect her. This is, I guess, the first breadcrumbs of the main plot. So you you do that. There's a there's a thing where he says, oh hey. You know, I, I have a tutorial chip. Like, do you want to do the tutorial? So, of course, I was like, yeah, I'll do the tutorial. I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So, I did the tutorial. That's when you meet the other character. T-Cell, I think is her name? Yeah, T-Cell. I think that's right. T-Cell. Um, she's kind of another bit of a stereotype, but I actually liked her. Um, I'm not going to be too harsh on her because she was, she was a likable character. She's basically, if you watched Kim Possible, she's basically like the Wade guy, like the, the guy on the, the Game Boy. Oh, okay. Who, who's like, like, yo, Kim, yo, like the sitch. She's basically him, just her. Is he like the... the or is Tiso the at-home, like, I'm in? I don't know where she is, but I'm imagining she's at home wherever she she's is. She's like the IT person. She's, she's basically, yeah, like like Hackers 1999, yeah. I'm in. And so y- when you do the tutorial, she is kind of your tutorial guide. Like, you, you you jump at the tutorial, and it's like, oh, this is blah, blah. And then it cuts off, and she's like, these are so easy to hack. And then she jumps in, and she's like, does her little T-cell intro. Okay. And bam, you're already smitten with her. So, she's she's the other main character, presumably. I I, I haven't. Maybe she dies. I don't know. But you do the mission. She she kind of she kind of gives you guys the information. Jackie is useless as as I expected. He just follows around basically like like a like a large two legged walrus. I mean, I, honestly, he's just useless. <laughs> and you go to the mission, and this is kind of where you got your first introduction with like some heavy combat. mm Hmm. Heavy being relative, but in this, but like and when you're first playing a game, like this is where you first get to fight enemies where you're not in a vehicle, and that's where I was kind of like these are these are bullet sponges. Mm. Like it, a lot of it's you know you can do potential stealth and the the I'm hoping this is just like a I'm just starting and I'm so weak and I'm a newbie and these guys are so hard and then later on in the game you just like. So, do, do you remember in Assassin's Creed? I, I haven't played the newer Assassin's Creeds, but do you remember like it, when you would go up to an enemy, like sneaking, and you go like "ching," and they'd be like, Ugh, and you would lay them to the ground like dirty laundry. Yes, I do. And do you remember how you could just like rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat that, like do it over and over again, mm-hmm. and it was always the same thing. And you know, it maybe got a little boring. That that's basically what sneak kills are. That's how the sneak kills that's, are. That's, that's literally what they are. Okay, so you go behind. You go up to an enemy and you grab onto them, and they like they like rotate their head like an owl to look at you with these like large, watering, cartoony <laughs> eyes, like 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 these big dewy, like dew speckled eyes. Oh, because it is first person, yeah. And so they're looking at you. Their eyes are like bulging and like doing no. doing every like puss in boots thing they can do. And then you have an option to kill or make unconscious. And th- of course, I chose kill, kill because I, I I just I, I wanted I just. I wanted to see what happened. And so, yeah, you, you kill them and basically it's the same kill. I, I kill, I did it to like at least five enemies. I, I want to say, I want to say at least five and maybe I'm including the tutorial enemies in that, mm-hmm. but they were all the same. The only, the only difference you get is when you kill an enemy right next to a container, you can hide their bodies in, which then that means you can kill them and store the body. So when you kill them, can you at least pick them up and drag you them? You can in? pick okay. them up and put them in, and you kind of have to. Okay. Otherwise, their body's going to, I don't know, start vibrating with a frequency that alerts enemies because the enemies just know there's a body there. Oh, it works like that then? 
I, I'm, I'm being, I'm being harsh, I guess, but it's kind of like, it's kind of like Hitman, where if you don't remove the body, like guaranteed, like Pippi Longstockings is gonna come skipping to the hall and trip over it, screaming. So it's, it's if you're gonna play stealth, you may as well go all the way with it. Basically, you, basically if you're gonna kill someone with a stealth kill, you're gonna want to hide the body too. Otherwise, you're gonna break out. And into... sometimes there's the option where you can stash them somewhere. Okay. Um, as you kill them. So I was, the stealth kills weren't very satisfying. So okay. that, that was kind of my first thing with like, ooh, that that that's it. Mm-hmm. That, that's all I'm gonna get. I have a feeling that this is gonna be one of those RPG elements where if you want to focus on stealth kills and stuff like that, you'll probably get more options. I, I'm sure there is more to it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not gonna just completely slap it and say it's shit. But as an introduction, it was a little underwhelming. So you'll have to keep us updated because yeah, I really really want to go play this game, but at the same time, I. I don't want to experience it in a poor way. So, so I mean, you, you might be our source. Yeah, of you're, you're doing the good thing, like just to hold off until your preferred platform yeah. is ready. Um, I, I, so you know the combat. This is where I get to the point where I just say, "Yeah, bullet sponges." Mm-hmm. When I finally I, there was a room and they were like, "Oh, you need to hack. You should hack the enemies." So that I tried to. The enemies, of course, turned around before I could finish hacking. So I, I was kind of forced to shoot them and. It wasn't satisfying. Like again, this was my first introduction to like a, a decent combat scenario, mm-hmm. and it wasn't super satisfying. I was a little disappointed by it. it. wasn't because of lack of skill or lack of weapon, because I grabbed one of their weapons and like opened fire on them. They were just kind of spongy, and their AI wasn't particularly smart. They just they hid behind cover and just poked their heads up every few seconds, mm-hmm. unless I rushed them, which then they would just stand up and stand there. Well, I keep forgetting this is first person, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's quite interesting because I'm so, imagining this all in my head in third person, but in first person, it's it's, it's much different. I I, Especially I, I couldn't help but hope that the enemies were going to be a little smart. Mm-hmm. They, if I didn't know better, I would say they were scripted to be stupid. Really. Anyway, um, move on past that mission. Finish the mission. Basically, you have another Jackie bonding moment where you have to sit in the car with him and listen to him talk. Which you are then halfway through, given an option to skip, I gratefully took. <laughs> and after that, then you go to your apartment. You, mm-hmm. you get to go to your house, your home base, you know, whatever you want to call it. And you get to go there and try on the different clothes. And you know, since I pre-ordered, I had some special clothes. Oh, nice! And yeah, I was all happy, and I got my clothes, and I put them on. And I was like, "This is actually really cool." The equipment, the equipment menu is actually really cool. So I'm. That's exciting to me that you have like a home hub. Yeah. Because that's something I loved about GTA. You could like go home and change your clothes and do all that kind of stuff. You could have your, yeah. your house and your yeah. compound or whatever. So I imagine it's going to be very similar for any of the life journey choices you make. Okay. is be, I imagine that all of them eventually lead up to the point that I'm at. Okay. Where you have the, I, I'm going to say it again, the break moment where you break out and you become BFFs with Jackie and you then become what you are. Yeah, so from what I understand, the life paths, all it does is change your intro, yeah. your, basically your tutorial, and then um, like your origin, obviously, like where you're from, so, and the dialogue options that you'll have later on in the game. Th- this is the one of the, this is one one of the things I had heard about, about the game, and also I remember hearing about it when they were talking about it, is that the life paths were actually supposed to dramatically affect your entire gameplay. Like, you, it would be three different games it, 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 that's exactly so like they what what one of their advertising points earlier on was that you would have to play the game three times mm-hmm. because if you want to enjoy each aspect of it you have to play it three times now the life paths have a basically 
concluded to be origin, different origin. Like you, the start of the game is different. Mm-hmm. And then after about like, again, I haven't reached this point yet, but this is just something I read and I didn't read any spoilers. But after maybe about a quarter of the game, it literally stops mattering. Yeah. That's... It, 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 there's, there's like, apparently there's a point in the game where it's just, there's like a sharp cut and you're like, oh, that that's the end of my origin. Okay. So you could play three times and I'm sure you're going to get a different experience. Like if yeah. you don't play all three, there's going to be things you're not going to find out. Yeah. Like I'm sure later on in the game, someone from the beginning is going to show up and you're like, remember that decision you made yep. 80 hours ago? Well, guess what? I'm back and I'm going to kill I, you. I only hope that's that's what this game does. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm holding out a lot of hope, but I the problem is, is a lot of my experiences so far, which have been very small because again, I've only played about three hours. Mm-hmm. But I, I've, I'm a little underwhelmed with some of the... I, I can't help it. I was hyped up. This game was incredibly hyped. I tried not to. I've been hurt before. Mm-hmm. But it still happened. I, Which is why I mentioned the combat and why I mentioned the sneaking and why I mentioned Jackie. Like I, I, Why I mentioned these things is because I was expecting a little more. So I do have a question. Because uh, remember when I said I went to my office and my, yeah. my, like, my underling yeah. or whatever asked me a question? Yeah. What he asked me seemed like something that would definitely impact me later in the game based on my decision. Okay. Did you have any kind of conversation with anyone where you had to pick something that seemed like, hmm, like this could definitely either help me or hurt me later down the road? Honestly, since I've left the place that I started in way behind. I mean, this was in the first 10 minutes of the game. So. I Yeah, I mean, my first 10 minutes were, was talking to the mechanic. Yeah. Talking to the stereotypical sheriff. Did you talk to everyone that you could talk to? I, I tried to talk to people in the town, but then they started shooting me, so okay. I, I, I had to reload. And <laughs> okay. I, so I, they didn't type. I, I tried, and then I ran them over. I ran them time. over the second time, and then I so after all that, then I finally kept them going. But <laughs> the main conversation you have that's not the sheriff and not Jackie mm-hmm. is with the guy on the radio when you go up to the tower. Okay. It was a pretty. <sighs> It was a pretty not noteworthy conversation. Like, you basically talk to him and he gives you some updates on where you're supposed to go, you know, pertaining to your life at that point in mm-hmm. the game. And then he's like, don't ever contact me again. And that was, and you're like, oh, okay. And, and then he's he's gone. So since, okay. And so there, weren't, there weren't any options during that dialogue that m- m- sounded important. I'm just going to say this because it's not a big spoiler. Okay. It's like within the first 10 minutes. Okay. Uh, you go see your boss, you come back out, you're... Your guy asks you, hey, from what I understand, you sent someone undercover into a different company, another big company, um, and your guy feels like the, they know what's going on, and so they're feeding him false information, and he gives you the option like, hey, should we pull him out or should we keep him in? And so I like... That definitely feels like an important decision, yes. Yeah, because it seems like if he gets caught, it's going to be a... Big that no-no. definitely feels important. My decisions were not important. Yeah. The decisions so... I made were basically like, do you want to have wheat or white bread? <laughs> like that was basically the decisions I had. So, and you're working for one of the biggest companies. I think there's like five or six big corporations yeah. in this game and you work for one of them. So that does, that does actually remind me. So the mm-hmm. nomad you start off. So nomads basically have clans. Okay. So you are attached to a clan or you originate from a clan and your character broke from the clan, which is unusual okay most people don't do that so that basically makes you a homeless nomad a nomad is already homeless basically but like you are a non-clanned nomad so that that is a little unusual and that seemed important but it didn't play out to anything yet you never had an option of like 
Well, th- there wasn't interacting with someone within the clan to. There, there wasn't any interaction with the clans whatsoever. It was people asking you about it. Okay. And there were some moments you could say like, "Oh, I'm part of a clan," or "Oh, I'm not part of a clan." Like, but your you already knew that your character wasn't part of a clan. Okay. Like you already knew that, so you would have been lying if you had said you were. Interesting. So you, there was the other moment when you were in the customs check thing, and that that were some there were some questions in there. There's one, which unfortunately I don't remember verbatim, but it was basically the guy was asking you. If if you were with a clan, I and, bet and that. I, and I opted. That, well, I, but you 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 already know your character isn't. Like your character is already broken off. Like he's a lone wolf. Yeah, but the information that you give them that yeah. might go up the chain somewhere. So he he was so basically might have been that. You just option. saying like like hey are, are you are you you know are you documented or are you undocumented? And so I was mm-hmm. I just said like oh I'm not, I'm not documented. And then he just pulled a gun and shoots me basically. And I was just like. Okay, that was a wrong decision maybe, <laughs> but I I didn't save scum. I I just kept going with what I said. Uh huh. Um, yeah, so interesting that maybe that was my, my version of that question. It didn't feel that important though, mm-hmm. but supposedly these life paths were originally intended to affect like beginning to end of the game. And now they don't mm-hmm. supposedly, I mean, this is not personal experience yet. I will eventually get there, but as of now, I only, I've only heard that. Okay. Well, I'm excited to hear more about this game from you. I'm excited to do more, honestly. If they... So I will dive back into this game if they promise some fixes soon. Okay, actually, I do have some information on this. The okay. last thing we'll touch on with Cyberpunk. Uh, step one, they announced or they released an apology. That was very dramatic. I read it. You read it? I did read it. Oh, we're sorry. We just didn't look close enough at the console versions. We're sorry. They're basically just like, ugu, we're so sorry, ooh, senpai, please. They did. They yeah. did promise. So what they're saying is they're going to be releasing two massive patches, which should fix everything. Yeah. One's going to come in January. The next one's going to come in February. They're basically going to no man's sky the game completely. Yeah. And then at the very end, which is at least it's nice of them to do, but they're basically saying... You can get a refund. You if can you get want a to. refund if you can't get it from your retailer that you bought it from. We'll work with you, but it's like a one week period. You have like yep. one week to get this done. So, so if you bought it and you're unhappy with it, contact them. You're probably gonna have to sit in a like a two hour waiting line. Let, let, let's assume it's it's completely easy to do and super simple. Yeah, they're putting their best foot forward, but very temporarily. Yeah, it's so, like for a week. They're... So it, I I can appreciate it, and it is it is a very drippy apology. Yeah, but they they don't really. I mean, they're they're just covering themselves. They're, they're just doing. covering themselves. That's all they're doing. And I mean, and, and, and that, that's not to, that's not to shit on them. Again, I really like CG Project Red. Yeah, but this is a pretty rough game. Like the game feels pretty rough, and even on the PC, again, it's the gameplay's not that smooth. Like it really, it just isn't that smooth. Well, in the so the the patches they they said are for console, but at the very bottom it said PS PC users are also going to be getting yeah fixes. Yeah, yeah. So I I've, I've been downloading patches as well. Yes, I'm going to assume if you're on PC, I would guess by the end of January you're probably going to be running the best game. I, I'm, that I'm just can. I'm just going to assume that the introduction I've experienced so far just maybe was a little off the wall. Yeah, I and and you know I, maybe as I get into more of the standard like game gameplay. Mm-hmm. It'll probably be a little smoother. Cut. From what I'm reading, I think you're gonna enjoy yourself a lot when you get about. Because I, the- I, I spent three hours, but a lot of that was just like looking and, and like doing things in the game to see what I could do mm. and to see what would happen. So I, I'm I, I need I need to play more still. Yeah, I would say if you can get like maybe ten more hours in or something like that mm-hmm. between now and the next episode, you might have a totally different answer. I hope so. Um, but all, yeah. All I want to know is when are they announcing 
the ne- the free next gen upgrade because if the two patches aren't going to be done till the end of February, how long am I going to have to wait? I, I just want to know when the hell does your like genitalia become important? Like, well, I was able to pick it and design it, so when is it important? When am I going to be using it in the game? It's for the for the glitches. There, there's a really funny glitch where, like, it's just hanging out yes, of your pants. Yes, and, and I'm waiting for when do I get to use it? Like, what? So I, I have it, I'm packing, but when do I get to use it? Apparently you get to use a lot in this game. I, okay, so so I've been hearing there. some other, I mean, let's let, let, maybe we'll just, like, ruminate on some funny glitches we've heard so far. Okay. Well, one of the funnier ones is how your character, no matter who you opt to sleep with, will always be sleeping with a man. Oh, really? Like, so one of the glitches is, like, my character keeps sleeping with men. Like, it's basically, like, like the, the quote of the glitch. Mm-hmm. And so the way it plays out is you will go up to a prostitute. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it can be, like, basically, it can be anyone. It can be Barbarella. You go up to her and you're like, hey, I want to sleep with you. And she's like, yeah, man, come on. And then the cutscene plays and it's a man. <laughs> and, and you're like, oh, oh okay. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> and so you you can try as many times as you want and this i don't think this is universal i don't think everyone experiences this but some people do and it will be a man that's really funny <laughs> but i saw a funny one today where like apparently someone was driving and then like their person glitches above the car with their ass out and so you're just driving around butt naked and you're just like you're like you're not t-posing but you're just like standing straight up and you're, like, oh half my your God. body's out of the car and you're just driving around. It Spe- happens on motorcycles. Speaking too. of cars, I've been seeing a lot where, with with just cars in the environment, like not yours, but other cars just launching. <laughs> so there was a there was a really amusing one I, I saw where a a guy had he had just spoken to a, to a homeless NPC on the, the street. And the homeless man's like, "Hey man, thank you for the money, man. Thanks." Like you know, he gave him some money and then. Then the player walks away and then looks across the street and then he just sees like this like moving thing in the distance and it's a car that's spinning wildly in his direction. <laughs> it flows over his head and like smashes right next to the homeless man behind him. Oh my god! I, I, for a second, I was like, "Oh my god, is it going to crush the homeless guy?" But it didn't. Please send me that video. That sounds so funny. But it was really funny because it, because the 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 guy who was playing was obviously just like, "What the hell? Is God mad at me?" Like it was. It so far the glitches look like they have. Just as much charm as That's the, the thing. as the Witcher three ones did. They all seem really funny. Like if this were to happen to me in the middle of the game and it wasn't game breaking, yeah. I would be laughing and having a good time. Basically, with it. if the, if we weren't experiencing a lot of the crashing. console yeah. stuff, and as well as just the crashing that a lot of people have as well, and you know maybe some of the stuff that I mentioned, but you know all my opinion, I'd say this would be you know charming. You know, some of the glitches would be, but I, you know, as of now, and because of all the connotation behind sub, you know, cyberpunk's yeah. creation in eight years, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Did you? See, oh, I think I sent you the video, the one where the. the oh my god! <laughs> like, like he punches the guy in the wheelchair. He's like, "Fuck this!" And he gets out of his wheelchair. Fuck this shit! He goes running, dude. He gets out of his wheelchair and runs away. And the meme is like, he looks at his hands. Yes. And he has like the hands of God. Yes. He, he performed a miracle. That was. I, I was at work when you sent me that, and I, I had to like, I had to go to the the, the like the porta potty because you don't have restrooms at work. And I had to watch that in there and like laugh because when I just heard like I, I, I worked, I looked at the video and I turned it on. I heard fuck this shit. I was like, oh my, I need to watch this now. So I had to like excuse myself and see it. Oh my God. That was funny. That was good. I might retweet that one on the Please, <laughs> please do. If, if I can find my mozzarella glitch from Witcher 3, please, please do share that Let, one Let's well. do that. Let's just start retweeting all the funny glitches yeah. that we find. Because So everything about Cyberpunk isn't bad. Like yeah. glitches inherently aren't always bad. Sometimes... They are they are always immersion breaking, 
but they're not always game breaking. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like Witcher 3, they can be charming. They could be funny. They could be moments you can remember. I I had the mozzarella face glitches and my and my I was horrified. I thought like I thought this was like some Call of Cthulhu stuff happening in my game. It wasn't. And I moved on and I kept playing. Yeah. But it was very amusing and yeah, so Cyberpunk isn't all bad. I've said a lot of bad things about it, but I'm just I'm being we're just being critical. I mean, it's I, I'm, I'm being I'm being critical. Like I, I expected a lot from this game, and I and I feel like I had every right to expect a lot because this game, and I, I kept my expectations fairly low. Like th- this game, but this game was hard not to get hyped up about. Mm-hmm. This was a very dramatic title to be released because of everything behind it, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's it's getting it's getting its its harsh reality. It's getting its reality check, but I, it's still it's still worth playing. But like IGN said. Play it on the PC. Yeah, for if any, you if you can't wait, play it on the PC. Yeah, if you if you're thinking about it right now, and I've had a lot of people asking me because I took a picture of the game, and they're mm. like, "Oh my god, you got it? How is it? How is it? How is it? Should I buy it?" I'm like, unless you have a PC, don't get this. Yeah. And so if you're planning on playing on console, I would wait. Um. Well, first of all, you have to wait till at least the end of February to play it on a base console for it to yeah. be playable. Um. If you have a next gen console, I would wait until they released the free upgrade, which you might be waiting until the end of spring next year. You might be waiting that long. They promised early 2021, but I'm expecting summer at this Technically, point. Technically, late spring is early yeah. still. So we'll, we'll see We'll, we'll see, see in that regard. But as, as of now, the PC works fairly well. Mm. The glitches are there, but they're not game-breaking. And there's not many crashes. I haven't experienced an actual crash to desktop since that character creation one. Okay, good. All the rest have just been ones where I've had to go, okay, well, I guess I'm going to reload. The NPCs are just staring at me and not talking. Mm-hmm. But the, the only thing I would say is this game just needs some more tuning. Just needs some fine tuning. You know, I I get that they're cybernetic, robot, you know, whatever. I, I'm forgetting the exact words, but let's not do bullet sponges. Bullet sponges aren't fun. Yeah. It's fun to kill something that dies, like, in a satisfying way. I would say that would be the first and foremost thing I'd want to do. And then, honestly, I'd want Jackie rubbed from the existence. Just delete him from the I, game. I, I, <laughs> I, I'm sure people like him because I, I'm just one of those people who I don't really like characters that are a little too extra. Uh-huh. And he's so lovable. And he's so, like, you know, Garsh Scoob, like Zoinks. Like, and he's also a raging stereotype. I, I could do without Jackie. I could really do without him completely and utterly. Well, maybe you'll have an option to get rid of him on your own. Who knows? You know, if that's that's real, then bye-bye, Jackie. <laughs> I can't wait. I almost hope it's part of the game so I can hear, like, get the message from you. Like, I, oh, my I, God, I, it's, I, it's done. So if you guys want to know, if you guys think I'm a horrible, awful person as of now, well, what I did was even more horrible. When I played Fallout 4 and you had the radio host guy, the guy that was all, like, stuttering and tripping over his own words, says a stutterer, he, when I hated him. I hate him with every fiber of my being. Because I like to listen to the radio in the game. But if the radio host is annoying, three dog, cough, cough, then I will find them and I will kill them. <laughs> I killed three dog. I put a, I put a, a landmine on his pillow and he, and he no longer was on the radio after that. And then I found this guy, the stuttering guy. I don't remember his name. I did his little quest. I made him happy and want to live again. And he was thanking me. He had a girlfriend. He was happy. He wanted to return to life. And then I shot him in the head. <laughs> So oh I, I'm a horrible God. person, but I, you know, <laughs> I, I didn't, he, he got on my nerves. I, and then after that, once he was gone, once his being ceased to be, guess what? The radio was just music. It's I could fu- turn on the radio and I could hear only music. And there was only a brief introduction, a brief 
interruption from the janitor for like a second instead of this stuttering, bumbling spaghetti that I just did not need to hear. I, I stutter. I have a stutter of my own. I don't need to hear someone else do it all the time in my face. It's so funny because when you finish the quest, he actually gains a lot of confidence. And I and I knew that. And he had he told me his voice had changed in that dialogue. And he was like, I'm I'm confident now. And I have Sally Jane, who's my girlfriend. And I'm so happy. I can't wait to lit. And then he shot him in the head. <laughs> I didn't even get the quest reward. Oh, I did get the quest reward. Oh, I you finished did? the quest. Yeah, I, I wasn't wasting my time. Oh. I was going to get the reward. <laughs> I wasn't wasting my time. Like, there's a reason I didn't kill him on the spot. It's because of that. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, so and anyway, I'm a horrible person. I don't like Jackie. I would like to see him go. So if, if there's an option in the game for that, I will tell you guys that I did it. Be fully aware that I will. <laughs> well, apart from Cyberpunk... Uh, since, luckily for me, I have other games to play since I'm not playing what, that. So what have you been playing if not for the release of the year? Yeah, um, I'm still playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Of course, of course. So wh- wh- how many hours are you at now? Because you were, like, in the, what, in the 20s last time? Yeah, I'm at 37 hours. Damn. Um, and are you finished? Like, is the game almost done? That's a lot of hours. According to, like, the PS5 card thing where mm-hmm. it tells you your progress, it says I'm 40% through Eivor's story. And You're forty percent, and you've played thirty-seven hours. Yeah, I'm expecting this to be like an eighty-hour game. Jeez. And I've even kind of, in the beginning, to be fair, I did a lot of running around and collecting treasures. That's, and that's collecting, still gameplay. It's still gameplay, yeah. But it was a main story. I've been trying to mainstream the story now, and um, so I'm definitely making a lot of progress on that. But mm-hmm. it's still slow because the way that the main story works, I talked about it a little last time. Basically, you're a Viking from Norway. You come to England, you want to make a new start with your brother. Your brother's like the Jarl. He's in charge, and you're kind of like his second-hand man. His, his Jarler. Yes. And uh, um, basically, the main story is there's different sections of England, and they all have their own conflicts, and your job is to go make alliances all around England so that you can create a new strong England. And so A new strong England. Yes. Is this canon to history? Yes, it is 100% canon. <laughs> <laughs> Avor killed millions of people by himself. Oh, Avor! All me, all about me. <laughs> it's all about it's perfect. me. Avor, it's going to be great. The greatest raids you've ever seen. Ask anyone. Ask anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay, well, enough of that. Go on. Um, I mean, I like that system. So you have your home base. You you build it up. You you raid to get supplies. You make it bigger, mm-hmm. and then each time you make a new alliance, you come back home. And this is like Raven's Hold or whatever it's called. Yeah, it's. I think it's called Raven's. Like Ravenscroft, yeah, Ravencroft, Bell Book Candle, whatever. <laughs> um, Ravensthorpe, Ravensthorpe, that was yeah, it. yeah. So you basically, have someone who's back at home, who's kind of in charge of things. Uh, it's so I, you're the Jarl now. No, he is. Oh, y- so you're still like the Jarler. Yes. Okay. <laughs> He's off doing his thing, and you're doing your thing, and sometimes oh. you come together. Okay. And so each, the thing is, is each time you come together. You're, you're you're like blood brother kind of people. Mm-hmm. You're not related, but he took. But you is it in. one of those things where it's kind of like there's like a there's a tension. There's a tension, and the Ooh. tension is growing the further you you make these alliances. Is it juicy? It's getting pretty good. Okay, because I don't want to spoil anything. But, but it's like, juicy. It's getting good. Yeah. Okay. And okay. A lot of people are saying that this story isn't anything to go home about, which I gotta agree. It's not like a ten out of ten, like last of us part two. So so on that note, I, I just want to specify it. Mm-hmm. So you're forty percent through. Yeah. Does that feel like a 40% of like, wow, this is such a good book, I want to read more? Or does that feel like a 40% of like, oh my god, when is this going to end? I've got to say, it's I've been enjoying it. 
So I'm excited to go to each new territory and see what's going on. Some of them are a little stereotypical. Like, for instance, one of them is this one. um, This guy's new or this area's new king or whatever. He's he's not strong and we don't respect him because he's just like he he's not a strong fighter. He he's afraid to do this and this. And so you kind of help him shape him into like You a have man. to do the thing that I did with a radio host, but just not kill him in the end. Yeah, you basically okay. have to like get his confidence up, you build him up, you show him your viking ways and he becomes a man and blah 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 blah. That's it the thing is is he's to make this alliance, he has to marry like a Dane. And so you've got you got the woman Dane that he's marrying, and she's strong and stuff like that. And she got she's like, oh, you need to fix this milk toast, make him good, make him mighty. She's actually cool. It's her two brothers who are like, this guy's a milk. This, this toast. guy's a total simp, man. What a what a what snowflake. What is he gonna do? Yeah. Exactly. They're like, he no, can't they're do all any, Yeah, they they can't take anything. He they can't take him seriously, and so it's all about proving themselves. And it's a good story. The thing is. Each time I feel like, okay, this is kind of stereotypical, but then it does it in a good way. Okay. And it's a weird thing because obviously Eivor is a Viking. I mean, Mm. you are invading England. You're taking places over for your own benefit. So that's what's weird to me. It's like, why are you just accepted? (laughs) Like the From what my understanding of history is the English or the people who were occupying England and being attacked by the Vikings hated the Vikings. So what the hell? They do. Honestly, a lot of them just don't like you. But the thing is, is it's so corrupt that they have more faith in you making things better. That they're like, oh. they're like, look, our king is so shitty and our lives suck so much. They're like, okay. if, if you're promising to do what you're doing and protect us, we'll help you out. So it's one of those things where they are kind of, they have better to of be. Two e- yeah, better to be. The, the lesser of two evils. Okay. Yeah, you basically, you're okay. doing them a favor and they're like, well, shit, if you're going to do this for us, we'll, we'll support you. And you're never... The thing is, is you're just basically, you're like a kingmaker. Every time you go here, you're just helping stabilize these areas. And they're like, you're basically all Aver wants to do is, hey, we help you out. You help us when we need you. It's just alliance making. How magnanimous. Wow. Yeah. And so it's this funny thing where at the end of the day, you're a Viking. You're doing a lot of terrible things. You're chopping off a lot of heads, like literally limbs being chopped but, off. But these are just nameless bandits. They're just, they're just bad people. It's they're one nameless. of those weird things. You're a bad guy. But you're also getting rid of other bad guys, so you're like yeah. the lesser bad guy well, so at the end of the day. You're basically just a bad guy hero. You're not you're not an antihero. You're a bad guy hero. Yeah, it's it's not even antihero really. Yeah. I it's mean, just, you're 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 doing good. Yeah, you're doing good, but you're still a piece okay. Of that crap. that's that actually enlightens the game a little bit for me because I I just had this really cartoonish view of the game where it mm. was just Willy Wonka with history. Like I, so I'm I'm glad to hear that. Without spoilers, basically, I feel like Avor has a bit of, more of a moral compass than his brother counterpart, mm. and so you know he. This sounds like some Riku and Sora. He just thinks he's like a god. He thinks he's oh, I meant to do this. Blah 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 blah. Uh, and sounds Eivor's, like Mickey and Sora. <laughs> and Avor's <laughs> like, and Avor's like, I'm just trying to uphold these bar these, like he's going and making these alliances. And he's like. I don't want to screw these people over. Like I gave them my word. This is my honor. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. And I get this feeling like from where I'm going, the brothers like, this is all about me. There's there's gonna be a breaking point basically. And this isn't a spoiler, but you are foretold, like in the very early in the game, like uh, you're gonna betray your brother. I don't know you're going to betray your brother when it's 
obviously going to be him probably it's 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 basically saying um like there's going to be a point where you're not going to agree and you're going to be trade i mean of course avor's like i would never do that i follow him no matter what no matter what so so i'm going to make a like just a wild guess here i'm going to say that you're going to make all these alliances everyone's going to think you're the cat's meow the cat's pajamas Mm -hmm. and then avor's going to come like sashaying up to you and be like yo bro no, you're Avor. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. What's that's the other name? guy. What's the other guy's name? Uh, uh, Theolold Boldwin uh, Stonehenge. Uh, yes. So let's, let's just say he's the the brother's going to come up to you. He's going to say, "We're going to betray everyone you just you know made the alliance with in order to make ourselves more powerful, etc. Reason, whatever reason he wants to put in. Let's do it." And then Avor, you is going to say, "No, betrayal." That's what I'm feeling. It yeah. feels like you're building up all these alliances and he's going to want to do something which betrays all their trust. Yep. And your brother's going to be like, like, we're Vikings. Who gives a shit? Yeah, we're going to do this. And then you're going to be like, no, you betrayed me, brother. Yeah, that's kind of what I feel. And that's why I say this isn't a story to write home about. I feel like I already know where this is going. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they you straight up get prophesized. Like, you meet Odin. He's like, you're oh. going to betray. And... There's, there's a lot of cool things in this game I want to yeah. mention. So apart from the main story, the side quests are pretty cool. Okay. So I I mentioned there's there's not really side quests. Well, there was the one with the king, right? Was that technically a side quest? No. So those are the main quests. That was a main quest. Yeah. Oh, okay. So when you're doing when you're going to each of these new provinces, those are the main quests. Okay. So the side quests in this game are I think I mentioned it before. They're called mysteries. They're just blue dots on the map you go to. And they usually take five to ten minutes max. Rarely more than five minutes. And they're either really sad or really funny. And it's like, there's like a really, I'll, I'll say it because it's not a spoiler. Basically, you, you come upon this cottage. There's an old man and he thinks you're his daughter. <laughs> and so he's like, oh, it's going to rain. Can you help me get these heavy boxes underneath the canopy? Oh, you're such a good daughter. I've, I haven't seen you in so long, blah, blah, blah. And so you, you help him carry the things and then you sit down with him and he tells you a story about how he met your mother and all this other stuff. And you just, you roll with it or you can choose to roll with it or you can tell him like, I'm, I'm stop. Like I'm not, you go up to him like, don't call me daughter. (laughs) And so I rolled along with it because like I'm sympathetic. And so he's like, oh, so glad you stopped by blah, blah, blah. It's been so long. And I, I did a little exploring around the property and you go up like to this hill and there's a tree and there's a gravestone of course there is yes and you realize that it's his daughter's grave of course right next to his mother right next to his wife's grave of course and i was like oh my god how much more like 1970s western do you get i was like oh my god this guy is just like coping and that's the thing is all these people most of these people that you're running into are people that are coping with trout like tragedies like another one just for example you find this viking He's like in the woods and he's like working on his on his longboat and he just like he's fantasizing like that he's about to go on a raid. And so he's like telling you to do all these things. Oh, get this, get this, get this. And oh, the crew's all here. Let's start. And like wolves come and that's like the raid. Those are the enemies. And at the end of the, afterwards, you're like, dude, you, th- no one's here. Like it's all gone. Those were just wolves. And he's like, oh, oh well. Uh, like one last raid at least thanks for doing this with me or whatever it's just like really sad and do the does that end right there he just kind of like he trails off he kind of just accepts like oh like this isn't real well at least that was one well that that sounds very witchery i've got to say that really that's a very kind of witcher type 
kind of climax. There's really funny ones, but then there's also ones like that where it's, you're just playing along to make them happy because yeah. you, you feel bad for them because they had some tragic past. And there's a lot of these. They're coping with it. Yeah. There's quite a few. Every area has like over and, a dozen. And they're, and they're fun? They're I mean, they take five minutes and they give you a lot of XP. Cool. So I cool. always, I always stop to them. I'm, I'm full for that. I'm fully support that because that, that, that like little detail stuff in the world, mm-hmm. like technically world building stuff. Yeah, is nice. That's nice. And uh, for side quests, the only like side quests are part of your your settlement. Oh, okay. Um, and those are just your, you know, the the blacksmith, the trade post guy. Every now and then they'll have like a a side quest that you can do. Are those just kind of repetitive though? They're, no, they're good, too. Okay. I, they're all good. The thing okay. is, is like I've enjoyed all the quests. There's a few of them that are kind of silly, but I've enjoyed all of them. The fact that they're like five minutes and they get so much XP, I'm like, mm-hmm. why not? Well, what about when you get pulled back to the present and you have to play Bitchy McBitch phase? I haven't had to do that yet. Okay. The only thing is that there's things you can find in the world. They're like glitches or something like that. And you, you touch it as Eivor and then you... In the world, you basically transform into the... The Did you make bitch face? Yeah. I don't know her name, but... Yeah. And it's just a puzzle. Basically, these these cubes appear, and it's basically just like a, a puzzle. Uh, what would you call it? Uh, obstacle course kind of thing. That, that sounds like like a Super Mario thing. Like it is. You, you jump into the, 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 the pipe, and you get taken to like a puzzle to find a star. Basically, it's all these boxes you have to climb and jump from, and you have to like move things to so that they aren't glitching out so you can hop over them and get to the end it's just an obstacle course it's just a puzzle that's that's an interesting addition to an assassin's creed game i've got to say and when you complete it you unlock like a memory kind of thing i don't know if you remember assassin's creed 2 where you you find the little things and it gives you a one second clip of the video yeah and you have yeah. to you have to gather all the clips to get the full video and it's like aliens oh my that's god that's when you learn that it's aliens is no, for that, that video that, that... Apart from the Pope turning into apart from the Pope turning into an alien, I I was raised in a Catholic family, so I was playing this game, and I was just like, I hope my mom doesn't walk in as the Pope walks out, and he's like, like oh, and then he just like reveals his green head, and I'm just like, what the, (laughs) yeah. Anyways, it's been a really fun game. Cool. I'm, I haven't traveled anywhere other than England. So you've just been in England for all these many hours, all this time, and you're still going to new places. Okay, so there is a side quest which takes you to a new place, Ireland. I'm not going to spoil it because it's a big spoiler. Ooh. You go somewhere cool, though. Ooh. Maybe I, I might talk to you off the... But I don't want to spoil it for Ooh, anywhere else. Now I'm excited. Let's end this really quick right now. Okay. <laughs> no, Actually, get, we get, are we are pretty much at our yeah, time. We're, we're at our time. Yeah, so so, so go, go ahead, Garrett. Finish it up. Um, other than that, I'm going to keep playing this game. With these Assassin's Creed games and these new open worlds, I can't help but just want to do everything in them. Mm-hmm. Like, I did that with Origins. I almost 100% that game. Cool. I don't know if I want 100% this game. But I want to see the main story through. I want to explore most of those mysteries and find all the side quests. Is your passion as fiery as it was for Origin? Um, no. No. I enjoyed Egypt more than England. But okay. the graphics are very pretty. Yeah, you know, are. I was a little nervous at first because I did run into a few glitches, like the, the whale that was flying in the sky. That, like, that was terrifying. I'm like, okay, this is 10 minutes in. This isn't boating well. That, that was like Fantasia. I mean, that was scary. But I haven't run into any other bugs since then. Cool. So it's been running well. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited to play more of this. Let you know what I think at the end. And uh, not touch Cyberpunk, apparently. Unfortunately. Yeah, I'll, I'll just keep touching Cyberpunk. I'll keep touching away and <laughs> see where I can go. Cool. Well, this was not the podcast I expected to have today. 
I was expecting to be raving about Cyberpunk, how great it is. Me, me too. Uh, that, that's kind of why I'm a little somber is because yeah. I, all I wanted to do was rave about Cyberpunk. And then after playing it, I was kind of like, damn. Well, hopefully next week you'll have a little bit more to say about I'm, it. I'm only, yeah, I'm only three hours in. Yeah. If anyone's listening to this, they're probably going like, what the fuck, dude? You're only three hours in. Yeah. I agree. But I, I'm still an incredibly... I, I look at the details. So that's a first impression, though. It's and a first they, impression. They matter. Three hours is so, a long time. For so yes, to I'm, I'm going to play more, and I'm hopefully going to have better things to say. Well, before we wrap it up, I do want to mention that we do have some exciting things happening to the podcast. Happening, I, I want to make it happen right at the new year. Okay. So yeah, um, yeah. I I think that's what we're gonna do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We got some cool. We're working on stuff, and we we do have something that we're going to add to the podcast and I want to release are, are, it. Are we going to be coy or are we going to say it? Okay. So we basically have some music that yes. we can use for the podcast. Yes. So, and... so a very, 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 very good friend of mine has specially made music for us. Super cool. He is, he's very good. He has, his name is Demodron. He's, he, he's only on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he does like kind of nineties trance, music very 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 good mm-hmm. and i talked to him i was like oh hey it'd be really cool if you had music for this and he's like oh yeah and bim bam boom he sent me a song yeah he released a new track with us in mind and it slaps like i'm excited to to play with this and get a good clip for our intro and outro so, and all that so stuff. we are we're gonna soup that up and put it on and and hopefully you guys like it so the first episode of the new year i'm gonna make sure that it has it so be on the lookout for that and once we uh once we get that going, we'll give you all the information for his SoundCloud. Yes. So we can hook you up and you can listen. Because he's got a lot of good music on he there. He has got a lot of good music. Oh, my God. If you are into that music, it's, you will be into him. Yeah. Tra- Very good. The trance is good. So I'm yes. excited. Uh, apart from that, we're on social media, as always. Twitter and Instagram. We're at Pod Out of Mana. We're on YouTube, mm-hmm. Out of Mana. Uh, Twitch, Out of Mana Plays. And you can always send us a good old-fashioned email at... At podoutofmana at gmail.com. I'm, man, I'm excited for next year because I, we've been, we've been doing some stuff in the background. We're, mm-hmm. we're working on making this bigger and cooler. We're and, working on making it cooler. B- yeah. Bigger, we'll see. But for making, we want to make it cooler. Yes, for sure. And we're excited. Thank you everyone for listening. Please comment, subscribe, like everything you can do for this. It would mean the world to us, this, especially this holiday season. Yes. If you want to give us a gift. Give us a comment or a like and, and share. We, it with we're going to give you the warm gift of our voices. Yes, they're so, very warm. Happy holidays! So grab a cup of tea. And <laughs> just get him. Don't don't Inside do that. Joke. Don't Inside do that, joke. please. We don't need a taint. Oh my god. Okay. Anyways, have a great rest of your day, night, evening, however you're listening, and we'll catch you next episode.